0: ونشهد ان سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ومن يعمل مثقال ذره خيرا يره ومن يعمل مثقال ذرة شرا يره وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بادروا بالأعمال سبعا هل تنتظرون إلا فقرا منسيا أو غنى مطغيا أو مرضا مفسدا أو هرما مفندا أو, مو أو موتا مجهزا أو الدجال فشر غائب ينتبر أو الساعة فالساعه أدها وأمر Most respected brothers and elders in Islam We have now entered the new year of 2023 And as the new year comes in Then each person now reflects over his past year And he ponders over his life and he realizes his mistakes and he realizes his gains he ponders and he reflects over his past and he sees where he fell short and he sees where he where he progressed so as a mu'min this is a good thing that a person reflects over his past and he learns from his past and he makes new resolutions for his future and the life that he has ahead of him. So the purpose of a believer is always to better himself. And we find that by and large the objective of life has been forgotten and the objective of life is not in front of us. Hence it is very important for us to always go back to the Quran and go back to the hadith. And see what is the objective. That Rasulullah And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Are always reminding us about. What is the reason. That we came into this world. This is the line. That we need to be thinking about. This is the line. That we need to be focusing on. And refurbishing. And reiterating. This reality and this objective in our minds so that the direction that we work in is now on the correct path and we're working in the correct in the correct line otherwise our life will just go away time will tick by and next moment we will find that we pop up into the akhirat and then we will have regrets over the time that we have spent in this world but now is the time to actually reflect and ponder and choose the direction of life that we're heading and choose the things that we want to do in our lives so that we do not have those regrets when we have to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and when we have to enter into our covers and stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So now is the time that we need to reflect. We need to look back into the Qur'an Sharif. What is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminding us about that what is the true success and what is the true objective of a believer. So the true objective of a believer is nothing other than attaining Jannat and attaining the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. ورضوان من الله Akbar. Allah says it extremely clearly and uh, emphatically that the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is the greatest thing that a person can ever attain. If a person got the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then he has gotten everything in this world. And he, if he has gotten the displeasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then his life has been a total failure. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves us. And therefore Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with Iman. We believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We recognize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is our creator and he is the supreme being. And therefore our objective of life is the true objective of life. Whereas a kafir on the other hand, he doesn't have any true objective of life. He wakes up in the morning and he does not realize who is his creator. He doesn't realize who sent him into this world he doesn't ponder over the whole system of this world how this whole how this whole system of this world is running whereas a mu'min understands this he accepts allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hence we need to refresh this always into into our minds that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is our true creator and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the true objective and purpose of our lives and if a person wants success then it is only in obedience to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and if a person disobeys Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then he is heading for disaster, he is heading for destruction. Allah says it very clearly, وَمَنْ يَعْصِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ ضَلَّ مُّبِينًا That person who disobeys Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he flouts the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he must use the favors that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed him with, then he is in complete and very clear, very clear misguidance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying it very clearly. فَقَدْ ضَلَالًا بل مُبِينًا So every time we must use our eyes, we are in complete and clear misguidance. Because now we are coming on the path of shaitan. بل and on the other hand, that person who will obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that person who will stick on the path of righteousness, that person who will adopt a pious life, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَن اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ فَازَ فَوْزًا عَظِيمًا That person who will obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Rasulullah sallallahu الله wa sallam, then he has attained the greatest success. Because he is obedient to Allah. He knows his objective in this world. Nothing in this world can give a person true success. This world is a temporary world. It's a transitory world. So matter, so no matter how much of this world a person can attain and he can gain and how much of pleasure a person can go through in this worldly life, this world does not offer ultimate success. Because this world is temporary. Ultimate success and ultimate happiness is eternal. When a person is in eternal happiness, when he is in eternal happiness, then that is ultimate success. But if he is in temporary happiness And he is in temporary enjoyment Then this is not ultimate success This is a deception of success This is a deception of happiness So therefore Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says That the person who obeys Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam فَقَدْ فَازَ فَوْزَا That's why that sahabi When he was on the battlefield When he was on the battlefield And he was stabbed and then the words which came out from his mouth when he was on his dying on his dying bed when he saw malakul maut before him and he saw the angels coming before him and he saw jannat opening up before him then he said fuztu wa rabbil kaaba he said definitely now i have attained success fuztu wa rabbil kaaba he said i have attained success because he saw this was malakul maut in front of him that person stabbed him that kafir stabbed him and now he is he he saw Akhirat in front of him. He saw Jannat. He saw that he is gained he has gained success. Therefore the words that came on his mouth was wa Kaaba. That Kafir heard this. He, and that was the means of him accepting Islam. He came and he said, how can this person on his, uh, I killed him. I killed him and he's saying, I attained success. So that person accepted Islam because he realized that if a person is passing away, he is dying and he is saying, now I have attained success then this is definitely a true religion. So we have to come back to reality, we have to come back to the bases and realize that in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is true success and in the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is definitely our destruction and is definitely halakat is destruction. A person will destroy his life if he utilizes his life in the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the time to change our life and the time to make this turn in our lives and to make amendments and to come closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is now it is not tomorrow a person always has shaitan puts those thoughts in a person's mind that later on I will change my life when I become a little bit older then I will change my life I'm still young now I've got so much of life ahead of me this is all a deception from the side of shaitan nobody knows how long he will live in this world. Nobody knows what circumstances will change. Therefore Rasulullah is telling us that reflect over this reality and make those resolutions now. Make those changes now in our life while Allah gave us the time. While we have this time, this capital of time, make the resolution now and make the change. Every person knows his own condition. Every person knows his own situation. He knows what he is doing right, and he knows what he is doing wrong, and he knows what amendments he needs to make in his lives. In his life, he knows the steps that he needs to take forward to gain piety and to become a friend of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Therefore, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in one hadith, very beautifully, beautifully, Rasulullah Sallallahu opens up the reality of life before us, and Rasulullah Sallallahu says. O oh my, O oh my Ummati, badiru bil A'mali sab'a That hasten to do good actions before seven things. Badiru bil A'mali sab'a Before seven things have to come upon you, hasten towards good action. You don't have much time. Now is the time to start working. It's not tomorrow, it's not later, it's not in the next hour, it's right now. Now is the person for a person to, for, now is the time for a person to start. هَلْ تَنْتَظِرُونَ إِلَّا فَقْرًا مُنْسِيًا Nabi وسلم said Is it that you are waiting for poverty which will make you forget? Are you waiting for poverty to afflict you? And then you're going to think about how I'm going to sort out this poverty That poverty will make you forget everything So while you have some sort of wealth in your possession You are okay, you're not starving You're not on your deathbed. you're not starving then this is the time for you to engage in good a'mal. See what you can do now before poverty afflicts you. Or are you waiting for ghinan <laughs> Muturiya? Or is it that you are trying to amass so much of wealth and you're worried about turning the digits and you're worried about growing this business and you worried about growing your empire and you're trying to grow your portfolio so big that this wealth can then make you rebellious. This this wealth can then turn you to rebellion. Are you waiting for that? Haltan taziruna illa munsiya. Is that the thing which is hindering you back? Is that the thing which is holding you back? The Mr. is saying, think, reflect now. Reflect over your life. Are you waiting for poverty? Or are you waiting for so much of wealth? Then you say, When I got so much of wealth, then I will turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mutriya. Oh, Maraban Mufsida! Oh, are you waiting for some some sickness to afflict you, which will incapacitate you? No, now don't wait for that. While you have the health and you can walk and you can talk and you can read Quran Sharif and you can sit in the Masjid and you can read Durud Sharif. And you can eat so much of salah, now is the time to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and do the actions that we can do now. Oh mufsida. Because sometimes a person can be healthy and tomorrow who knows what can happen. So many situations it happened that a person is healthy and next moment, next, next minute he had a heart attack. We hear he's in the hospital. Uh, the, the, the doctors found some brain tumor and he is now become a cabbage. How many times you heard about these things happening? Person all of a sudden was healthy and then he ended up in a hospital. Nabi is saying, think about these realities. These are realities of the world. Oh, marabhan mufsida. Oh, haraman mufnida. Oh, is it that our youth is uh, prolonging us? Is it that our youth is holding us back? and giving us this long hopes that we are going to live till our old age when i get 30 years when i get 40 years old then i'll think about changing my life nabi Wasallam is saying don't wait for old age that old age can make you senile you can end up in old age uh, senility and then it's too late then then you can't do what you can do in your youth oh haraman mufnida or mautan Mujihiza. or is it that you are waiting for sudden death The Bishwasam is saying that sometimes a person can die suddenly. We heard about the freak accidents that happen on the on the highways and on the roads. All of a sudden, a truck comes and crashes this person, and the next moment he's gone. He's 23 years old. He's 25 years old. He's healthy in his prime of life, and all of a sudden death comes to him. So don't wait. A person doesn't know when he can pass away. or is it that a person is waiting until that jahl comes about? Then the researcher is saying that this is a very evil A very evil thing for a person to be waiting When that jahl comes, comes out Then only people with very strong Iman will be able to survive that challenge and that fitna ibn Yun Tavar. And so in other words prepare ourselves from now Now is the time to work Do not procrastinate this is the message of this hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, And then Nabi sallallahu adha wa amar." Or is it that the seventh thing you are waiting for Are you waiting for qiyamat? For when qiyamat comes Then that is going to be a very difficult time That is going to be a very difficult time for insan It will not be an easy situation For a person to cross Over the different stages of Akhirat And enter into Jannat in other words, the whole message of this hadith, Rasulullah wasallam, is beautifully explaining to us that the time is not now to procrastinate. Now is the time for a person to engage and change his life and do whatever he can do now. Small actions that a person can do, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will use that as an excuse to enter him into Jannah. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just looks for some small excuse. And therefore Rasulullah وسلم says, وَلَا تَحْقِرَنَّ مِنَ الْمَعْرُوفِ شيئا, That don't ever regard any act of kindness as insignificant. Even if it means smiling at your brother, even if it means speaking to him with a smiling face, وَأَن تُكَلِّمَ أَخَاكَ وَأَن ilayhi إِلَيْهِ in إِنَّ ذَلِكَ مِنَ الْمَعْرُوفِ To smile and speak to your brother also, this bring him brings him some sort of happiness. This is also something which is an act of kindness. And this is something which is rewarding in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, provided a person has the correct intention. So therefore Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa is reminding us that the time is for us to change and see how we can progress in our deen and how we can become more pious and righteous because the benefit is for us. The benefit is for us, it's not for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not going to benefit anyone else. And one hadith Qudsi and we'll con- we'll, we will we, we'll conclude on this hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says on the tongue of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, sallam O oh my servants, <coughs> I, have made trans- I have made oppression haram upon myself so don't you dare make oppression amongst yourselves don't go and oppress anybody because this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says I made it haram upon myself so you as the servants should not engage in oppre- oppressing any other person, whether it be your employee, whether it be any person who is under you, to never engage in oppression, whether it be your wife, or it be your children. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, O my servants, every one of you is misguided, except the person who I guided. So ask me for guidance. And every one of you is hungry, except who I have given food to eat. So ask me for food and I will give you food to eat. And every one of you is naked except the person who I have given clothes to wear. So ask me for clothes and I will give you clothes. O my servants, O my servants, if every one of you from the time of Adam (laughs) alayhi salam right till the last person to come in this dunya, (speaking) awwakum wa akhirakum wa insakum wa jinnakum and all the insan and all the jinnat have to become pious in this world then this will not in Allah one but. It will not benefit Allah in any way. Allah is a samad Allah is independent, Allah doesn't need us. And if every person from Adam a.s. time, right till Qiyamah, have to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then this will not harm Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the least. And Allah says that if the entire population of insan and jinnat have to stand on the one platform, and they ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whatever they want, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants everyone whatever he wants then this will not decrease the treasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the least it will be as though a needle is placed into the ocean and what water that needle takes from the ocean that will be what decreases from the treasure of Allah in other words nothing just as an example just as an example Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying this in other words the treasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is limitless so therefore Rasulullah says that that person who finds Allah taala says I only look at your a'mal. I only look at your actions and I will count your actions and I will give you the full reward of your actions based on what you have done. Yamal مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ يَرَهُ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ Sharra يَرَهُ That person who does any good he will find it in the akhirat and that person who does any evil then he will definitely find it in the akhirat Therefore Rasulullah sums the whole thing up and he says that person who finds good in his book of deeds, then he should praise and thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that person who finds evil in his book of deeds, then he must only blame himself. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us understanding.